Hello, and welcome to Not Just Books, the library's monthly show about what is happening at your Williamson County Public Library and in your community. I'm Dolores Greenwald, and I'm the director. I am so pleased today to have with us Debbie Sims, who's the Community Outreach Coordinator for the Williamson County Animal Center. They're doing a brand new program for the holidays, and uh, we're kind of collaborating with them. So if you got kiddos who like animals and like reading, stay tuned. The guest after that is Erin Duffy. She's our community uh, volunteer outreach coordinator and also coordinates our meeting room as well. And she'll be talking about new opportunities for volunteering at the library. So stay tuned and enjoy the show. Welcome back. I am so pleased to have with me today Debbie Sims, who's the Community Outreach Coordinator for the Williamson County Animal Center, and she is going to tell us about a new program they're having for the holidays. Hello. Hi, glad to be here. Thank you. Yeah, we, we kind of trade off on each other's stuff going on. That's right, because books and kids and animals just all seem to they go together. They all <laughs> go together. They all go together. Well, you guys are doing an exciting event on the for the holidays, and it's called Deck the Howls. Deck the Howls. Yeah, take off on Deck the Halls, but howls like as in dogs howl mm -hmm. sometimes. Um, we already have a little reading program at the shelter called Book Buddies, where uh, kids four to 12 come in and read to the cats. But the occasions to read to the dogs are few and far between just because of the way the shelter's set up. There's a lot going on during the day. But we saw this opportunity for Deck the Howls to be after hours for kids to come in and read Christmas stories to the dogs and the cats that night. Fun. So I know you gave me, you brought some wonderful um, Christmas themed books, and I love this, the 12 Dogs of Christmas. Uh, <laughs> the library, thank you, is going to send over some of these animal related Christmas books that night. And you know, you can't forget all the critters. Oh no. Just because it's holidays, right? I know. I know. I always buy my, my, uh, my peanut of, uh, gift bag for Christmas. Right. Everybody I know has a stocking for their pet, mm -hmm. but the, the, pet, uh, the animals in our care at the shelter um, come and go, and some do end up, end up there during the holiday season. And we thought it would be fun for inviting the kids in uh, for Deck the Howls, and it will be a fundraising event. Um, it's for kids ages 4 to 12 and their parents. And we will be uh, announcing when registration opens on our website and on Facebook. We'll be limiting it this year to 25 kids. Mm -hmm. But when we get in our new shelter, Dolores, we'll have more room and we'll be able to do a bigger I'm program. I'm so excited about that. <laughs> you gonna, too. <laughs> you're going to have to come back and we'll do a whole segment on it as as you go along. Uh, you told me this was details. a great little book. Bear Stays Up for Christmas. So that's, I think that's a great book. If uh, families will look through their bookshelves at home and they want to bring a book to Deck the Howls, it's Thursday. December the 5th in the evening. It'll start about 5.30, and the kids will have an opportunity to split into groups, mm -hmm. and they'll visit with the cats in the free-roaming cat room, and they can read to them. 
And another, while they're doing that, another group will read to the dogs. Uh, <laughs> and they'll so sit down cool. on the floor in the near the kennels and quietly read to the dogs and wait for the response. And you know, animals respond very well to calmness and uh, the sweet nature of a child, of course. Mm -hmm. um, dogs and cats love children mm -hmm. because they're non-judgmental and, they, and right. the kids love the animals back. <laughs> That's right. That's uh, right. So we would like to invite the community to do that, both those kids that are already in our book buddies and anybody else that's interested, just watch our website for when that opens up and becomes available. Um, it is on Thursday, December the 5th. And you're, all, and you're having to limit it this time. We are. We're limiting it, and it'll be a $20 fee for each child. We're raising money for the shelter, so it's a good way if a child wants to give back and they've been saving up their Christmas money, to, they could give it to the animals as part of their uh, fee for coming to the event. We have um, Four Paws Pastries is coming with their truck, and they're providing treats for both the dogs and the kids. Now, wait a minute. Are they in Cool Springs? No, this is a, a truck, a, a mobile truck. truck business called Four Paws. Oh. Yeah. And uh, he's a, a jolly old guy that has the truck, and he's a lot of fun, and he agreed to come bring some cookies and cocoa for the kids, and oh, we'll have an it. art station. So the kids will rotate about 15 minutes at uh -huh. each station and have an opportunity to interact with animals, make an ornament maybe for our tree in the lobby. Oh, cool. Because um, we have a, our own Christmas tree for the animals. So that's awesome. You know, you've, you see a lot of the angel trees mm -hmm. and giving trees around. Mm -hmm. And I know you guys probably have a ways to give children mm -hmm. books that mm -hmm. need books at Christmas. Mm -hmm. um, we have a giving tree for our shelter pets. I love that. And people do uh, bring us a lot of things around the holiday season, so we keep a, a wish list, so to speak, on Amazon. Well, and I was going to say, you usually have some type of a wish list all year round. We do. It is on there year round, um, but you know, the spirit of the holidays just catches every... Oh, it does. Yeah, and we it get... It does. Yeah, and believe it or not, we don't need glamorous things. We need things like liquid laundry detergent at the shelter. I remember. It's very practical <laughs> stuff that's on that yeah. all the time list. We run... 15, 20 loads of industrial laundry a day. Wow. So liquid detergent um, works the best and uh -huh. it goes the quickest. So, oh, darn. Yeah. So we need that. We need milk bones for treats. Um, and we need things that uh, give the dogs and cats something to do later mm -hmm. when it is downtime and they're bored mm -hmm. at night. Things that keep them occupied. They call that enrichment for the animals. And ah. Like a, a dog likes to lick peanut butter out of a Kong. A, oh, a yeah. rubber Kong, yeah, yeah, that's an enrichment activity. And cats, of course, like to play with anything that rattles, rolls. Anything that, yeah. <laughs> so how successful has the reading to cats been? Oh, it's been great. Uh, we probably train 10 to 12 kids a month. And oh, we've been awesome. doing that for three or four years now. So the Book Buddies program, uh, you, you sign up, you come with your parents, you get trained for a little while. Um, you learn about cat behavior and what to do when you're in the room. And mm -hmm. then in the summer, you can come more when you're out of school uh, or after school. Um, it's a non-judgmental reading zone, I call it. <laughs> you make up the words because there's nobody there to correct you, and it encourages reading, and it encourages learning about the animal animal's behavior. Now, when people will be able to register, how will they, will they get... Can they go to the website? What do they need to look out yes, for? Yes, they need to be on the website and on Facebook. Okay. And they'll probably do it with uh, um, a form on the website. Okay. So, so, so tell us real quick what your website is. AdoptWCAC.org. Okay. Yeah. And then your Facebook? 
that's just Williamson County Animal Center. And okay. that's, people ask me what's the best place to look to see what animals are new in the shelter. That is Facebook. I was going to say, that's <laughs> probably the easiest to keep up with. It is, and they're also on the website at the adoptwcac.org. You can look at Pet Finder and see all the new animals we have. Well, thank you. This just goes by too quickly. You're going to have to come back and talk about the building. Well, thank you, and I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing all the books that you guys loan us for that night. It'll be fun. Just help us. We'll, we'll be glad to help. Just let us know what you need. Well, thank we'll, you. We'll do it. All right. Thank you for coming today, and we'll be right back. Welcome back. I am pleased to have as a guest today Erin Duffy, who is our volunteer meeting room coordinator. And it's, uh, how long have you been with us, Erin? Welcome. How long have you been you. with us? Well, I started out working at the library as a substitute up in reference back in May, and then took this role of volunteer and outreach coordinator and Meeting room maven, as I like to call it. <laughs> That's good. Um, I like that. Starting at the end of August. So it's been a couple of months. And in that time, we've gotten a volunteer program up and running. And um, just I'm having a, a blast. And we're getting some great things yeah, going. Yeah, you haven't had any dust under your feet. That's for sure. You've been busy <laughs> since you've been here. Um, but I wanted to talk to you today because... Often people are asking about what volunteer opportunities we have. And since you've come on board with us, we've just been able to do much more mm -hmm. volunteer uh, work. So let's talk about some of the things that you've done since you've started. We have, uh, you've had one orientation. Mm -hmm. And what did you do for the orientation? How was that set up? Well, with the orientation, we've actually had two. Um, and... The, the second one was small and pretty informal, but uh, orientation, we go over the, the volunteer handbook, um, which kind of gives you an idea of what some of the roles are and um, some of the things that you'll be doing as a volunteer. It also goes over things like, you know, don't steal books and <laughs> smoke in the bathroom. Typical stuff. Typical stuff that, you know, the, the yada yadas. Um, and then we have an orientation to the Dewey Decimal System because a lot of our volunteers will be shelving or organizing or cleaning books. So it's a, they come in going, well, what in the world are these numbers? Uh -huh. So it's a little bit of demystifying and um, showing people that Dewey is not as overwhelming as it seems and teaching now, them about that. our volunteer handbook is available on the website. It is. It is. So if you'll go to the, to the web page and then across the top of the web page it says support the library mm -hmm. and roll across that and then click on volunteer. And that gives you all the information needed about volunteering. That's also where you find the form to apply to volunteer. Um, and then if you're a minor applying to volunteer, your parents have to fill out a separate form. And it's also on the website. Um, and then the handbook is there as well. And um, it also lists our orientation dates that we have going between now and March. Well, before we talk about adult volunteering, let's talk about... Um kids volunteering, what are some of the guidelines for that? So you have to be at least 14 years old to volunteer with us. Um, and you do have to have parents consent and they sign the liability waiver. 
Um, and a lot of the time, it seems like our youth volunteers are doing it through part of the programs that are now happening in the schools where they have the volunteer diploma. And so by coming and helping us, they get credit for school or credit towards their Tennessee Promise volunteer hours. Um, and so it, it helps us and it helps them. Mm -hmm. um, and there's also, you know, kind of dual accountability there. Um, you know, they're accountable to coming to the library and they're also accountable to this program that they're doing it through. I had just heard, I mean, I think it was even earlier today about the uh, certificate. Mm -hmm. How many, do you know how many hours that is to be able to? I think it's 10 hours a semester. Okay. I need to, that's to talk very to some interesting of our youth volunteers and find out more. I think that's great though. Yeah, it seems like a really wonderful program. And I know our book sale that we had last weekend, we had three of our youth volunteers come and help with the book sale on the weekend and get a lot of their hours then, which was great because they got to knock it out and get it done on the weekend where they have time available. Mm -hmm. And then the book sale and the friends of the library got that extra support to help things run smoothly. And that is one of the things that, uh, one of the many reasons why I'm glad you're with the library now, because that, that is a lot of work, book sales. Mm -hmm. And the friends work so hard putting them together. They really and do. And they, I think it's like four a year that they have. And to be able to have some help, some muscle during that right. time to set up. Especially those teenage boys, right? They come the books. lift the books. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, because especially on Sunday during the book sales, we have the bag, $5 bags, mm -hmm. and a lot of the friends that come and help volunteer that day, they're just filling bags. Right. That's all they do the whole time they're there on that Sunday. So it's great that we're able now to coordinate a little bit with the younger kids to have them come and help out. Yeah. And they're, you know, our volunteers are doing amazing things even outside the friends um, programs and work there. We've got three volunteers that are at the library every Tuesday and Thursday morning between mm -hmm. 9, 15 and 11 um, that come in and we call it tech time. And if you are trying to figure out how to convert something to a PDF or from a PDF or need help with an Excel file or just want help setting up your new iPhone, they can help you with that. Now, of course, our librarians are wonderful as that as well and can do that anytime. But this gives the librarians a window when they know those questions can be answered mm -hmm. by the volunteers so they can take care of some of their other duties. And it's been, it's been great. Um, we had someone come in last week and needed help converting something to a Corel file. Oh, you don't hear that very much <laughs> right? anymore. And you know what? These ladies were able to do it. They, oh, that's they, great. They figured, I think it took them all morning, but they figured it out. <laughs> and so, so it's things like that. And then our volunteers do other things like um, we have one volunteer that comes in on Monday morning and cleans the toys in the children's department. That's great. So that they're clean. Because that's always needed. Right? Especially, you know, this time of year. And mm -hmm. so she comes in and, um, you know, sits down and gets to work and sanitizes all the toys. And that's a huge help. And that takes is. that, you know, gives that time back to the staff to do more things do that support stuff. the patrons. And th this is what I like about uh, having you here because... We now have a structure mm -hmm. where we can work with these, these individual volunteers that we did not have before. 
So that's that's yeah, just really having exciting. somebody that is you know saying, hey, I think you would be good in this position, and and checking in, you know, making sure the volunteers are still enjoying themselves and that the times they're still working out for them. Um, you know, and being kind of that liaison mm -hmm. between the volunteers and the and the staff, and um, it's great. I love my job. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. It's well, so much it's, fun. It's great to have someone when someone calls up, say they want to volunteer, then they can they can meet with you. You can do like a brief interview to find out what they're interested mm -hmm. in, and so it's a really good way to come to mix the person's interest in what we might need at the library. And that's too. been one of the most fun parts of it for me is <clears throat> when, when folks do come in for orientation, that's when we get to know each other a little bit better. And, and that's when I get to say, you know, I think you would be great in our archives and special collections mm -hmm. department. Or mm -hmm. like one of our volunteers, um, she came in and she does book mending. And she calls it arts and crafts. <laughs> she, she, well, it really kind of, it, it, it really sort of is. Yeah. But she loves it. She comes in once a week and she does the book mending and she is happy. She tells me, Erin, you found the perfect spot for me. And I, <laughs> I love that. That makes me so happy. And it's so great for the library But because before she started volunteering with us, we didn't have anyone that could do book mending. So they were just sitting on a shelf piling up. Yes. Until, you know, we found her. And now, you know, nothing stays on that shelf more than a week. We also have someone that comes in and... Um, cleans DVDs. Mm -hmm. We've got a DVD machine that it's amazing. I mean, you'll see a DVD and it'll be all scratched up. You think this thing will never play. And you put it through that machine and it it's brand new almost. But they that's what she likes to do is come in yeah. and, and put this. The she actually sits next to me when she does that. Yeah. And we sit and talk. And um, that's Angela. In fact, we are doing an author signing for her in December. Oh, good. She's got a new book coming out. Um, oh, good. Yeah, she's a romance writer. Christmas at Black Cherry Retreat. Oh, okay. <laughs> She'll kill me for that. But... <laughs> But on uh, December the 7th, that morning, she's going to do a book talk and, um, and signing. But yeah, Angela's wonderful. And gosh, all those DVDs that we have out in our collection, I mean, yeah. to be able to continue using them and not have to get rid of them after there's one scratch. So yeah. these, these little things amazing. That, that our volunteers do are not little things. They're, they're big things. They're so important to keeping things running smoothly and helping us really be the best that we can. Here's one of my favorite examples, and it's it's a, a daily task, and I would never have thought a volunteer would enjoy doing this, and you know what I'm fixing to do. talk about, about helping unbox the books when they come in. When they and come help, in. Help so our staff sort them out. we get the big shipments of, you know, boxes that have boxes within those boxes that sometimes have boxes within those boxes, and then the cellophane wrapping around the DVDs, and... This particular volunteer comes in uh, once a week and spends, he actually spends the, most of the day um, helping our staff. Yeah, when he comes in, he's here yeah. a while. Helping that staff member, you know, just get those um, materials out so that they can be processed and get put on the shelf. Um, and that's a, a huge help. And we've really enjoyed having him with us. And, and, and we're flexible with that. I mean... If you can come and stay a long period, or you can come and put in 
an hour or two. We're right. Very so most of our volunteers work two hour shifts, um, usually once a week, you know, but again, we're very flexible. If you can only come in an hour once a month, that's great. If you want to come in and work all day, you know, one day a week with this, if there's something that we need help with specifically, particularly, um, then that's great. But, but yeah, typically we, we say, you know, two hour shifts come in, you know, shelf books, clean books, especially in the children's section, clean toys. Yeah, that's um, a big thing too, is repairing wiping books, down the books. Mm -hmm, or being on the tech time team. Um, you know, or even helping with discards. We, you know, we're regularly weeding out books that aren't being circulated or too old and dingy or whatever and it may be. And they have to, yeah, they they go through a process to go to surplus. Right, yeah. and so they've got to be, you know, the stickers have to come off and the stamps have to be marked through and things like that. And so that's something that is, is really helpful to have a volunteer on. Um, so there's lots of different roles that that people can can take on. Well, that's what's good about uh, having this opportunity is that, uh, you know, anybody can feel a part of volunteering mm -hmm. because we're very flexible and a lot of people may not realize how much libraries really have to do right. behind the scenes. They think, you know, everything's, everything's in front. We check out books or we help answer a, a question, but there's much more that goes on behind the scenes to right. getting the books to the shelves and keeping well, and the doors open. There's a place, I think, for for just about anyone. Like our, our volunteer that um, mends the books, she's, she's hard of hearing, and she did not want to be out in front of the public. She mm -hmm. says, because I have a hard time hearing, mm -hmm. and She's like, you know, I just want to do something behind the scenes. And mm -hmm. so we found the perfect spot for her. Mm -hmm. um, and then we have other volunteers that, you know, really want to get out and be out in the children's area with the kids and, um, you know, working in that area. And we find Which the we right can use for. those, too, especially during our big programs that we have. Right. Where we're trying to guide uh, parents and kids and get them coordinated in a specific Cat herding. Area. Yes, there you go. <laughs> so, I mean, there's just numerous, and helping. There's always time. We, we always need cat herders. <laughs> yes, and always, you know, and, and getting, uh, though we don't do it so much now, have a lot of crafts with our story times because it's time consuming. But that's also something that yeah. if we happen to put together a program where we need a, a craft, craft, getting crafts ready takes a lot of time. Yeah, it does. Well, and then also making the display cases and the, oh, and yeah. the book displays. You know, our librarians are working on that, and they'll still always be the ones that kind of plan that out and decide what's going to be displayed. But then things like cutting out lamination mm -hmm. or creating, right now there's an aviation display up near reference, and they made clouds. <coughs> I noticed that yesterday. Yeah, yeah, and it looks great, but somebody's got to make those clouds. You know, little, like I said, little things that turn out to be big things, and our volunteers help, and it's, it's wonderful. And the staff, uh, we have a very creative staff, mm -hmm. and they, a lot of them enjoy doing the displays. They do. But, uh, like the one that we did during Constitution Week in September. But it, it, it does. It takes uh, a lot of time. It takes time. More than you would think to make those displays. And 
um, and get them out there and choose the books for them. And, you know, and we always have a set of backup books because we want you to take those books off the display. That's what they're there for, to highlight them so that people will take them and read them. It, um, it's, very, uh, it's, it's very rewarding on our side, I think, as staff to see people enjoying just being in the library and, and helping out. Absolutely. I see the volunteers not just as, in fact, very little is it that they're here to help us as library staff, but I see it as an outreach program of the library. Mm -hmm. It is a way for us to introduce more people into how the library works and what we offer and what a wonderful, inclusive place it is. And also you get beyond the walls every now and then. You had a booth at Pilgrimage Fest with some <laughs> we other, did. other staff. And we did. We had the booth and we were uh, we did story times in the children's area of Pilgrimage Festival and we had a a big prize wheel that you could spin and win library swag. I know, <laughs> you you and the other staff got into that. It was great. It was and, fun. And our vendors were helpful too. Help. They were. Hoopla gave us a lot of great things that we were able that to. That was focused on Pilgrimage Fest. It wasn't mm -hmm. a generic uh, yeah. marketing stuff. So and that was exciting. Ingram gave us a couple of really great books. One was a David Bowie um, board book. <laughs> that was absolutely fantastic. Everybody that wanted... doesn't seem to board books or, or or books for infants if you don't know what a board book is. <laughs> and David Bowie and a board book doesn't seem to go together. But it but was I think perfect. And it was great. I loved it. Everybody it. wanted the board book. <laughs> it was really funny. So yeah, we're we're working on on doing different outreach things and kind of getting the library outside the walls more and getting, you know more involved with the community and, and supporting our community and making sure that people know that the library is a welcome and inclusive space. Yeah, there's a lot of opportunity to do that. It's just being able to coordinate that with everything else you have going on. But there's many yeah. opportunities in the area to do that. Definitely. And Nashville has so many wonderful things. And like one of the things recently, I spoke with two staff members at the um, Country Music Hall of Fame oh, about yeah. collaborating and um, working together um, on promoting their program, their community program, where you can show them your Williamson County Library card or really any library card from the counties surrounding Nashville and of course Nashville and anyone under 18 can get in free um, and so we want Which to I've just recently found out about yeah so we want to show support for them and then they're talking about bringing their musical instrument petting zoo to some of our programming and, and maybe having a songwriting course um, at the library so yeah so figuring out ways to collaborate with community partners is is part of what I'm, I'm working on and before we close out, and we need to, uh, unfortunately, give us give us your email address so that people can contact you if they've got questions. Absolutely. So it's my name, which <laughs> it's Erin.Duffy at WilliamsonCounty-TN.gov. E-R-Y-N. It's E-R-Y-N <laughs> dot D-U-F-F-E-E. -E. You can also find it on our website. You can either go to our volunteer page and find it or to our meeting room um, page where you can request to book the meeting room. And my email address is in both of those places, as well as the phone number to my desk. And that's a direct line. And anybody can call and, um, you know, 
ask any questions you may have, and we'll go from there. Thank you so much. Absolutely. You're going to have to come back soon because we're, we're not telling you yet, but we're starting some new stuff after the first of the year, so you'll have to come back. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you, Dolores. And we'll be right back. Hello, I'm District Attorney General Kim Helper. My fellow DAs and I successfully fought for new elder abuse laws and procedures that have police departments and agencies using improved tools to protect our seniors. Victims of elder abuse are often unable to recognize or report abuse themselves. They need your voice. If you suspect abuse, contact local law enforcement or adult protective services. Let's work together to protect our seniors. Thank you for joining us today, and a very special thank you to my guest, Debbie Sims, Community Outreach Coordinator with the Williamson County Animal Center, and Erin Duffy, Volunteer Coordinator and Meeting Room Coordinator with the Williamson County Public Library. Also, follow us on Facebook and Twitter, and sign up for our weekly emails that tells you all the programs and activities we're doing at the library. You can sign up for the newsletter at our website, wcpltn.org. Thanks again for joining us today, and until next time, explore your world and read.